Welcome back, everyone, to the American Aces NFL podcast, our weekly NFL podcast, bringing all you Americans the latest and greatest in the world of NFL. As always, I'm joined by the great man, the rat, live from the Goldie. Rat, how are you, King? Good, Tommy. Thanks again for having me, mate. After another eventful weekend of, or week, I should say, of NFL football. Looking forward to getting into it. Plenty of storylines, plenty of news, plenty of updates. I just saw Robbie Chosen was waived from the Dolphins. What a waste of time he has oh, been. Oh, thank he, fuck for that. He needs to stop worrying about his name and start worrying about catching some balls, I reckon, there, right? But I uh, wonder where he goes next. Uh, mate, it was a great... Oh, geez, it's, it's kind of getting a bit to the point where I'm going, it's week 11. It's nearly over, right? We're half, we're over halfway. I'm starting to... I've got to start appreciating these games. And it's, you know... It, and I think everyone out there in fantasy and all that, it's becoming a bit stressful these last few weeks. This is when it really matters. So, um, yeah, mate, it's great. We've got the season underway and we've got some good patterns of play. I think a lot of teams have kind of changed the way they're playing. You know, I think the one thing I've been wrong with is the Bills run day would be one thing that was really poor. Now it's kind of really good. So you can kind of get these patterns and they tighten up a bit um, amongst others. But Mate, let's let's review last week quickly um, before we talk about this week coming up because we've finally got some prime time games. What was something that you loved last week? Just something that stood out for you that you thought, yeah, that's just great to see. Oh, well, we've been speaking about him the last couple of weeks now, but CJ Stroud's performance against the Bengals last week, just the ability to be able to beat a quality team like that. There are talks about him being in the... MVP race at the minute with the Texans sitting at five and four. Um, I really liked the way he played. So CJ, CJ Stroud for my mate looks a real player. And there's all these tweets coming out now that all these whispers coming out of the Panthers camp that they are absolutely kicking themselves that they've gone with Bryce Young at pick one in last year's draft. What'd you like, Tommy? Great shout. Mate, just on that before we move on, I have no idea about scouting and, you know, we don't, it's not my role, never been that interested in it. But one thing I'm critical about these blokes that spend all their time watching tape and all that, how can you possibly get it wrong? Like, I don't understand how they continually get it wrong. And when you've got a small man, you've got a tiny <laughs> don't man. Don't forget, mate, someone picked you at pick 11. Yeah, but I was <laughs> – 11 ain't one man. How do you mark up – how do you start – hey, I could run all day though, Rad. How do you <laughs> – how do you screw up a quarterback position when you got one, oh. two, three? Like, there's that many blokes there. You're talking about, you know, the height thing is a massive thing for me. It was more the height thing. Anyway, yeah, you great. go this small one, and he comes out of a, you know, he comes out of a great college. I don't know. I just feel like they always seem to muck it up. Anyway, they'd be kicking themselves. And now they've got to send their first to Chicago after getting done by the Bears. Like, are you kidding me? That they, they would be – imagine oh. owning the Panthers right now. You'd be – Filthy man. Oh, especially with Caleb Williams coming up as well, who's touted as one of the best prospects in the last bloody 10 years at quarterback. And they've got this oh. little half man behind behind the offensive line there with and they gave it up for him. So mate, well, the thing is, Rat, the thing is on this point is when you do invest so much capital and and draw, you know, like your, your first pick. You can't give up on them. So it's like a four-year strategy, pretty much, unless they just go, nah, we're done, move on. But then all your other stuff goes out the way, you know? Like, it's 
it's a huge mistake. They and on the flip side, Houston are licking their lips. Their team, their coach, everything they've done the last year or two, even just getting rid of Deshaun Watson, like they've really fixed that place. Like they're going, they're going places. I really uh, am a fan of watching them them play, mate. My my highlight. I've kind of got two, but it was in the same game. It's Bajan Robinson finally got the ball. I think he was playing at home and he brought all his family to the to the game. I think I saw like 125 people. But he had 95 yards rushing off, 22 carries and a touchdown. He, he finally got some usage. LGN, he got the nine carries for 31 yards. And then Kyler Murray in his return game, which got the chocolates in the end. But off an ACL, 249, tutty on the ground, 33 yards rushing. Man, he was really good. And it makes, as I said to you before, that Cardinals thing I said, it goes out the door now. Now that he's back, we find, you've, you just... It's great to see good quarterbacks back in the game because it just, you know, you watch the Jets, for example, and you just want to vomit. You've got all these guns everywhere and they can't get the ball to them. They can't score a touchdown. So having Kyler Murray back was something I really, really loved, mate. So they're great to see him back. Now let's flip it. What was something you're still filthy about last week? Is there anything that's still burning inside there, right, that you're not happy with? Oh. It's not necessarily burning, mate, but I wanted to see more from the Jags, as we mentioned on last week's pod. This was a real test of game with at home as well. Jags were playing at home against the 49ers. 49ers had uh, seemed like their full complement back with McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle. They were all there doing their thing. Um, just very disappointing for Trevor Lawrence. Again, 185 yards, two interceptions. It's just not what you want to see from... What we thought of a Jacksonville team that was turning the corner against these bigger sides and being able to really hold themselves. So I didn't like that. Calvin Ridley still stinky. It's just Christian Kirk seems like their only option. And when you stop Travis Eddy and they can't seem like too much is going on, mate. So Jacksonville were my really disappointing team for this week. Hey, what well, we're all over the uh, the um the Kirk play. I thought we nailed that last week. We it's like when they're under the pump, they always go to him. So if they've got a tough matchup, I feel like Kirk really shines, but uh, and, and and the the rest don't. Mate, they were they got spoke they got spanked. So it, it's kind of scary what that San Fran defense is going to be doing. It's probably a really good bet to take that line every week until they get proven otherwise, unless they're playing a great team. Keeping the Jags to three is crazy considering that offense. So. It's uh yeah, it's quite scary. Just on that though, a lot of, you know, one thing that I've just learned, I've cursed a lot of people in my life. I've finally <laughs> had to go at Christian McCaffrey for an anytime touchdown. And what do you fucking know it, right? He doesn't oh. get one. Like what are the chances of me finally getting on for the record and he doesn't get it? I'm going, he's the dollar 80. I thought this is free money. He's the only bloke on offense that didn't get a touchdown. And I gave him a few tries at the end, which I was watching and just going, oh, you've got to be joking me. But um, oh, very good stuff there, mate. My one I'm filthy about is Tony Pollard. I'm done oh. with him. I've had enough. I've had a gutful. You watch this week. He'll finally pop up for a tutty. Hasn't had. Yeah, well, a- they're, they're saying mate. they're splitting carries now. Him and Daryl. They're saying that it's generally going to go to 50-50 now. Well, mate, they should because the other bloke looks better. Daryl had 79 yards and a tutty, mate, off 12 carries. Pollard, 15 carries for 55 yards. Like I said to everyone on the podcast last week, he hasn't gone over 70 yards rushing since week three against Arizona. Since then, 47, 29, 30, 53, 51, 55. He hasn't had a touchdown since week one. 
I don't know why I keep touching them. I need to go back to just looking at the numbers. But, mate, they had a perfect matchup last week. And they get another kind of good matchup against Carolina this week. But you just can't touch him. Dak's just going, nah, it's my time to shine. I want MVP. And he's playing amazing. Four touchdowns and 400 yards and one rushing. Like, he's on fire. Um, but, yeah, anyway, that's my rant. I've, Tony Pollard, he's done. I can't I can't stick with you, brother. I love you. But I think it's funny, these court, these running backs, as soon as they assume the number one role, they don't have that explosiveness. I'm starting to see it with Brees Hall as well. They they just, when they come on for a couple and they split gaps late, they're just not doing that when they get a heap of carries. So, yeah, I'm moving on. Anyway, let's get into this week's games. We've got some great games. But before we start, we've got some teams on by. So make sure you sort out your fantasy lineups. Falcons, the Colts, the Patriots, and the Saints. Look, not too happy, not too uh, filthy about the Pats having a bye because I've had enough of watching them play. Gee whiz, I wonder what they do at quarterback there, right? But let's get stuck in a week 11. It's a Bengals taking on my boys, the Ravens. Prime time. I think it starts in about four hours as we film this podcast. Mate, finally, a cracker set up. Prime time, Thursday night football, Friday morning for us or Friday lunchtime. What are you liking this one, big boy? Mate, what an absolute cracker, as you said. Both teams looking to bounce back. Cincinnati uh, going down last week to the Texans, as we saw, and Baltimore going down late to the Browns in similar style. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Joey Burrow can conjure up here in the run game with a massive defensive line for Baltimore. They've been absolutely staunch the whole year. And just seeing what uh, Jamar Chase and Joey Burrow can do against this uh, massive, massive defense, mate, of the uh, Baltimore Ravens. So that I'm not straying too far from what I think works. We're going to get it down to a clo- uh, goal line. And Mixon, Mixon looked good last week. Well, sorry, the last couple of weeks on the goal line. That's the only time. He's punched one in the last three weeks. I really like what they're doing him down there in the red zone. So I reckon he'll get over. And not a lot of you. I, I just reckon... Lamar's got to get going, get going using his feet. I think uh, Hendrickson might be out. Uh, great defensive lineman there for the Bengals. So I think Baltimore can win this one. I reckon Baltimore win this one, but I reckon it's only going to come through Lamar Jackson on the ground. What do you reckon, Tommy? Love it. Well, being a Ravens man and also remembering these games, they have been really, you know, lights out another thing is jamar chase traditionally has got the better of us i think we might have got him last time but marlon humphrey is doubtful and i think he'll be out um the offensive line ronnie stanley's out for the ravens which concerns me a little bit for the run game so which means i might think there's a bit more passing in the game and with t higgins out at wide receiver on the other side the Bengals, that tells me jamar chase and Tyler Boyd, I just feel like they're going to get a heap of work, especially Jamar Chase. But I look like I was watching last week. Jamar Chase had 124 yards and a touchdown. He had a 64-yard bomb late, right? Before that, he hadn't really done much. Tyler Boyd actually had all the all the work. He had 12 targets, eight receptions for 117 yards. His line's about 48. He's the player that I think is the value, you know, considering. But if I'm going to have a little play in this one, on the Bengals side, it's all about Jamar Chase. I just think they'll be playing from behind. I think the Ravens will win, and the Jamar Chase should see fifteen targets. I'll be surprised if he doesn't see twelve to fifteen targets in this game, mate. He he normally goes really well, and if you look at round two against Baltimore, he had eight targets for five receptions and thirty-one yards. I reckon you can't keep a good man down. Um, 
two in a row and with Humphrey out, I just feel like he might be able to get them. Um, and and I'm, I'm the reason I'm going through these stats here from last year is because he uh, he hasn't really got them in the last two or three, actually. He had 86 yards and a touchdown at the end of um, last year. So, yeah, I like Jamar Chase. And then on the flip side, um, there's a guy that the value play, Keaton Mitchell, the, the coach come out, Harbour come out um, after the game and said the role should grow. They were a bit flat that they didn't give him enough work last week. And, you know, with only three carries, 34 yards and a touchdown, and he had two recept- um, two targets for one reception, which was 32 yards. Mate, he's gone for like 60, 68, um, 66 yards of offense with four or five opportunities. He's only on the field for 24% snapshot. I just think he's the player off a short turnaround. He'll be really explosive and he'll be a bit of a uh, a one to watch. So yeah, Keaton Mitchell's a bit of a value play, but it's pretty simple for the Ravens. They go to they go to Andrews, they go to Flowers, and then in the end zone, God help you. They the lately they've been running it, but when it's primetime football rat, a bit like they're fucking a bit like you, mate. You go down the local barber and you get the fade and everything changes. You start that. You start to hit him in the 45. You start to do things just so people can watch. I feel like Lamar Jackson might run one over just because he loves the he loves prime time. So, mate, to keep it simple, Ravens to win. I think Jamar Chase 80 yards, Andrews 50 yards, and Mitchell just keep an eye on him. Don't put him in your multis, but have a little separate multi on him. But yeah, I, I'm really excited about this game. I, I hope it's a I hope it's lights out, right? We need a 30. 30 to 31, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. something that's just going to put bums on seats for next week. Um, so, yeah, that's my take, mate. I uh, I hope Ravens get up for both of us. Let's move on to next week, other than the next game, which will be kicking us off on the slate. The Cowboys coming off a monster game offensively and probably defensively as well against the Panthers. So the Cowboys are six and three, taking on the Panthers one and eight. Just speaking about the Panthers prior, they are struggling. Right, what do you love in this one? Mate, I love another similar margin as to what we mentioned last week when Dallas played the Giants. I just think that their the Dallas defense and their ability to get to this smaller quarterback in Bryce Young, I reckon we're going to see a similar result as we saw last week. So I don't reckon there's too much to worry about here. Like, look, I reckon Young will try to get a few quick passes out to Adam Thielen and the like, and maybe out to these running backs in Hubbard and Sanders. But, mate, I reckon it's nearly going to be just run it back the same as last week. So I'm not going to go too far into this one, mate. What do you reckon happens? Yeah, it's, you know what makes me sick? Carolina on matchups are perfect for running backs, which is Tony Pollard. <laughs> and, and you just can't sit here and confidently say it. But if there's a the thing that pissed me off last week as well, they come out publicly and said, we want to give Tony the ball. We want to give him some confidence. And they just kept throwing the ball to like, you know, Ferguson or whatever got a touchdown when they're on the goal line and and Dak ran one in. Like they just didn't give him the ball. He gets a green light, like green, green, green light match up again. So uh, I can't not, I can't not tip their run game, whether it's him or Dowdle, but yeah, it's, it's, that's what it says on paper. But the, the player that we're, well, I think one thing we said to the podcast and everyone listening, and you can thank us later, and I picked him up in fantasy, was Brandon Cooks. He might save my season. He got I picked him up on waivers. Man, me and Dion needed something. We've just we're lacking running back. So I picked him up as a flex. Mate, 28 points in fantasy last week, 173 yards, a touchdown. Mate, he hadn't gone over 50 yards. And remember me and you were talking about their pass mark for the year is they're doing well, but they need to get Brandon Cooks involved. 
Well, mate, they did, and it, and it didn't st- it didn't slow down CD Lamb. Lamb still went for 151. And just on that, man, you have been a bit disrespectful. We haven't spoken about Lamb. Lamb's breaking records right now. He's got the he's going for the he's going for his fourth 150 yard game in a row, which I think sets a record. He's got a tougher matchup this week traditionally. But, mate, he is being lights out. So, C.D. Lamb, if you've got him in fantasy, he has been amazing. Look, on the other side, the Panthers, I don't like anyone. Thielen's the only guy that you'd think will get some work because they'll be playing from behind. He, as I said, he gets 10 targets almost every week, but a tough matchup for mine. And I don't know what the line is, right? but you'd almost take Cowboys again for 14 um, points to just to just cover that because... But I've oh, had a look. The line's, the line's robbery again. It's 10, it's 10 and a half. Oh, you'd think they'd cover that, mate. The Panthers offensively, they don't they just can't score. So if 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 Dallas can score 30, like or even a bit more, I just can't see the Panthers scoring 14 plus. They've just been horrific. You know, they might score yeah. 17. Let's say they call they couldn't even score against the like the, the Bears last week. So you'd you'd think they cover that with ease, don't you, right? For sure, mate. Yeah, that, that's money for jam. I'm just having a look here now. I'm thinking around 16 and a half. Two tardies and a field goal is the sort of margin I'm thinking here. They are on the road and they might, you know, sometimes they just go over there and get the chocolates. But yeah, mate, I think that's easy money. Um, let's move on. Anything else to talk about that game? No, I reckon pretty straightforward there, mate. Similar to last week. The next game is actually some breaking news. Steelers taking on the Browns at the Browns. Mate, we've lost the massage king. Um, Deshaun Watson, he's gone out. He- <laughs> He's out for the year, and and what I will say is, he's beaten my boys last week. But he, he his last half injured was incredible. I don't think he missed a pass. He ran one. He was that good in the oh. second half. Injured, I must say, a big pat on the back. And when he comes back, you've got to think. I know the the fans are going. We've paid him ninety million. He's got sixty million left for the three years. What have we done? Well, he's fucking dug in four years, and he's got the chocolates. I think. You know, if anything, you've got to give him the chance to go get healthy again. He's clearly playing injured, and maybe that's why he's looked really average. He's got that chip bone or whatever it is. So um, he's out for the year, and now they've got to pick up. Now you've got to rely on um, their quarterback, who they've confirmed Dorian Thompson-Robinson as the starter, uh, which is a bit concerning considering they're going to go from Watson to him. So this becomes a really big game. Both teams, six and three. The Steelers somehow getting... Out, they just get you know, beaten by yards every game and still win. I don't know how they do it, but mate, you think this will be closer than you think? Yeah, mate, I reckon this is going to be an absolute shit fight. Look, Steelers are the worst six and three team I've seen at this stage of the year, the last five years. Um, notable news Jalen Warren has been confirmed running back one in this offense now, and Najee Harris is going to be his backup, which has come out of the Pittsburgh camp. This week, I really like to look at Warren and Najee starting to decline a bit. Um, I reckon this. I reckon Cleveland's D wins this at home. I know we've said this about this whole conference. Everyone's playing quite well, uh, but I reckon this is one regardless of who's in at QB. You're not getting better play from Kenny Pickett anyway. I reckon Cleveland win this one at home led by their star-studded defense. What do you reckon happens, Tommy? Yeah, I, I like that. And I think the unders is a great play. I don't like anything f- fantasy-wise. I think you're going against a great defense. Um, 
The Steelers will be going against the Browns defense. And then on the other side, I think they might struggle offensively unless they can get their run game going. But I can't see them, you know, I can't see this going up and down the field and there might be a few turnovers. But yeah, I think the unders is a good play and maybe the Browns 1-13 to or something like that. Um, so yeah, mate, a sloppy game, not a great game for fantasy. And if you do have Cooper and... Um, and Najoku and, you know, even Elijah Moore, who did get his touchdown last week and a few of their running. I just, you'd be disappointed coming to the back end of the season. Um, it's probably not a great, you know, it's not an ideal, but let's see how the quarterback goes. I, I, so I'm just on this. I'm, I'm wondering why PJ Walker didn't get the start. Is he injured? No, he's just not starting. I thought, I thought he would get the start, right? Are you a bit, are you a bit surprised he's not starting? Yeah, he looked all right um, the last couple of starts out, didn't he? But uh, I think this guy, yeah, this guy got drafted this year, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. So, right. um, yeah, I don't know, chuck, chucking the rook in. So Maybe he's all right, man. Maybe because yeah. PJ's all right. But maybe they think, well, clearly he's going all right at training. So we'll just got to suss it. We'll just see how he goes. I'm just seeing him play. Um, so excited to see how he starts. But, yeah, look, just I'll be monitoring that one. But, yeah, Cleveland for me in a real slot. Let's move on to your boys, mate. The Bears taking on the Lions. This one will be a good one. Lions are seven and two. They're going really well. And the Bears, three and seven. A really impressive performance last week against the Panthers. And Justin Fields has been named as starter after he has logged a full practice Wednesday. Does Justin Fields come back and start lighting up? Or does he, does it, I mean, there's a lot of question marks on him now because the other blokes, been very good mate i just hope he yeah i just hope he comes back in and plays plays well he doesn't need to blitz it but the last thing you need is just him to come in and stink it up and everyone's going get badgent back or like it's just it's the last thing you need for the organization um he was in good form before he went out when he stumped he started turning it around so Hopefully we see that form before he took off. Uh, the Lions, great. I was very intrigued to see how the Gibbs Montgomery backfield yeah. worked, and it and it it's we nearly picked it. Like we nearly picked it. We thought Gibbs would get a lot of the ball up the field. And Montgomery was uh, goal line. Monty had a massive seventy yard rush for a tutty, and they both looked like they worked in synergy really well, didn't they, Tommy? And then you mix in Amon Ra St. Brown, who's slowly turning into one of the not slowly, I nearly say quickly, one of the best wide receivers in the comp. He hasn't gone for under 100 yards in uh, a month. Um, they're on fire, mate. I think the Detroit Lions, in a in a divisional game, I think they just get this done quite convincingly. What do you think? Yeah, mate, disappointing. I didn't. We haven't shouted this out. Amon Ra has gone for 100 yards receiving in six of his last seven games. Outstanding. Clearly the wide receiver won. The thing I read online the other day is the Detroit Lions have been named the number one offensive line. So there's no wonder their running backs are going wild. Mate, we kind of, we kind of, well, we got it right. We're talking about who's going to get the touchdown. Gibbs got the first two, I think. I think, oh, rat, you've screwed me. And then Monty went on this monster run. But Gibbs actually got goal line at the start of the game because he did like a couple of big runs and they rewarded him. It's a real funny one, that one. But yeah, their offensive line's killing it. So is so is um so is the Bears. So Foreman gets a good matchup here as well. You know, like he they're running the ball hard. It's going to be. You'd think there's a lot of points in this game. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see what happens here. Right, it should be good. Um, uh, but Detroit Lions at home, you'd think they'd be just too easy, don't you? Yeah, mate, they're in great form. Um, 
And Glenn, I reckon it's a, from the similar games that they were losing last season to win that game against the Chargers and really look like a mature outfit to kick the uh, field goal late. I really like what the Lions are doing. So I'll take them as well. Yeah, Lions. And I think it'll be high scoring, which is what we love. Speaking of high scoring, Chargers were putting up points last week. Uh, this week they go against the Packers. Chargers four and five, Packers three and six. The Chargers, one of the most disappointing teams this year, I reckon, right up there, and mainly because of their defense. They just have not got it done. Um, they're allowing so many points. And the Packers, offensively, hard to watch. They got beat last week. Love throwing a little tutty, uh, sorry, a pick late. They're back at home. Do you think the Chargers can get this done on the road? Oh, they've just got to, mate, don't they? They're running out of time. As we mentioned, the season's um, closing in on us or the playoffs are closing in. I reckon they just – this is one of those ones that they just need to get this done. We've seen it, and we send we send those back-and-forth text messages, mate, but it's, it happens – it seems like it happens every week now. We say Chargers are going to charge. They just find a way to fuck it up. Like Green Bay looked all right the first couple of weeks of the season, but since then they have not got much going. I I really hope the Chargers win this one, and for Herbert's sake, because you know I love him and the way he plays, but it's it's revolved around Keenan Allen. I know they've got a great cornerback in uh, Zoe or Alexander, but I still think the way they're moving Keenan Allen around the field and find a good matchup, so I reckon he plays a pivotal part. And I really like the look of Jalen Guyton back in last week, um, first game of the season. Played 80% of snaps. He only had four targets for, uh, sorry, six targets, four receptions. Managed to get over though, but with Palmer on the IR, Williams out, don't think they can trust a rookie wide, rookie wide receiver in Johnston yet. Um, Guyton plays that second fiddle there in a high-powered offense for the Chargers. The Chargers for mine. Nice. I think a lot of it's going to, I don't really like anyone in this. I, I don't like, if, if Alexander goes to Allen, I, I don't like him on man on man. I like, you know, Allen in, when they play zone, he gets in those slots. I He hurt himself late, man. He hurt himself and went off the field with a sore shoulder, but he come back on and he's been at practice on Thursday. I, I, I'm a bit concerned about Ken Allen in this game. I don't like, I don't like his matchup. The matchup I do like is Ekela. So I think if they're going to get it done, I reckon Eckler's the one. He might go for two tutties. But yeah, he he has a good matchup. On the flip side, I just can't trust this Packers offense. I don't, I, you know, just that. Well, I've, I've got Christian Watson in a in a couple of fantasy leagues. He has he hasn't gone over forty yards more than once this year. He's had one touchdown. He's been horrific, and you start to think, don't keep these blokes in one of my keeper leagues because, you know, it's it, it's Aaron Rodgers that made him. I think who he is. He's done nothing this year. Um, he's clearly a gun, but it's just a different offense when the quarterback ain't as good. So I'm pretty flat that I held on to him. He hasn't not he hasn't fired a shot. Um, does he get a does he fire a shot this week? Who knows? I I honestly think another sloppy game, mate. Not really that interested in it. It's gonna the, you'd imagine that this game is gonna be really around the run game on both sides. Can Aaron Jones and Dylan get going, or is it Eckler and Kelly and um Herbert find the right person at the right time? So look, if I'm gonna tip someone, I I reckon. I've just got to go the Chargers. If I look at both teams, you think Chargers, but Packers at home, hard to tip against as well. So keep an eye on that one. But the unders, I reckon that one might be a good one. Righto, the Cardinals taking on the Texans. This is a perfect matchup for CJ Stroud. You'd think that he can really sling the ball in this one. It's a, it's a really good matchup to against this defense. And Kyler Murray being back, um, got the win this last week. He's on the road. Um, this week. So I, I, I'm really liking the Texans in this one, mate. Five and four. 
This will take them to six and four. The Cardinals, um, like you said, Murray's second game back, but they didn't have to do too much last week. They got the win late. They weren't playing much. Uh, I, I just, yeah, and if I flip the, you know, talk about the players that I really like, um, mate, Noah Brown, like just 153 and 172 back-to-back weeks with another good matchup. He is a league winner if you've picked him up off the waivers. And it's good for him. He's kind of done, you know, hasn't had the opportunity. Nico Collins went out and he came in and stepped up. So if if Collins, which says on our sheet here that he's limited in practice on Wednesday due to a calf injury, if, if he can't get going, mate, you, you can't go past Noah Brown again. He's He looks perfect. Yeah, mate. He's he, As you mentioned, last fortnight, he's looked unbelievable. The, the story here that I'm really interested in is, I've got a lot of da- Damien Pierce stock. I managed to pick up a bit of Devin Singletary in a couple of leagues, but it seems like now, like Pierce just had so many opportunities. I don't know whether it was matchup based and who they were playing, but it, Pierce got injured and it's just the way it worked out. I don't know whether it was because there was no one backing up in the backfield that one running back got majority of the opportunities, but his game last week, 150 yards off 30 carries of one tutty. Like he's had 30 licks of the ice cream, right? So Oregon, he's picked up the backup running backs snaps as well but it's just Singletary looks it looks like to be Singletary's backfield now I know they're going to probably go for a bit of a split here but Singletary looked really good and McBride last week I managed to watch the um, Cardinals game he was uh, Kyler Murray's security blanket we know Kyler likes to scramble and the tight end was finding his way through the middle of the field and downfield a little bit so if you're going to have a player to receiver or tight end for that manner for the Cardinals I'd go McBride but I still reckon Houston are doing uh, too many good things, mate, to get done at home here. What do you think? Thanks, mate. Mate, you're on the money. Hey, just quickly on um, Noah Brown's actually questionable. It says he missed practice due to a sore knee. Um, that's two that he's missed in a row. So what I just said is a bit of a concern. If that was the case, you'd have to turn to um, Robert Woods, who's also just returned back from whoever it is. CJ Strad will throw the ball. But, mate, you're on the money with Singletary. He... I think we mentioned this when I was in New York. Remember I said, just keep an eye on Singletary. It was a bit of mail coming out of that camp through a few other podcasts and research I'd done that they're not happy with Pierce and his production. Well, Singletary just showed that if you did stick with him, um, he is the man and he'll be leading that. And and the thing with Singletary, we know, not that he has done it yet, but we know he can catch the ball. He, when he was at the Bills, he was pretty good. So, But don't go over his receiving yards, mate. We'll get into that a bit later. Oh, well, we haven't reviewed the bets. Let's do it right now because that's the one. I had a horrific one. I mean, Hopkins was, I just thought, against that Tampa Bay Buccaneers run defense. you got to throw it. Levis was horrific. Their whole team was horrific. Should have just went for Evans. Anyway, so I was out of action and I thought, I'm going to follow your one because I backed your one as well. And, mate, Singletary's just slicing and dicing them. And I go, how many? And you've picked the receiving yards and you've taken him 11 Point five over oh, and finished with fucking 11. I go, are you serious? Oh, and everything else saluted. Oh, mate, your studies are bad beat. And I wonder if any aces out there have got on. Um, I haven't had too many messages, so maybe they didn't. But, mate, that's – um, oh, we're stiff. It's one. It's always one, isn't there? This week we should be able to get it get it together. It's very hard picking. Like when we do these podcasts, I feel like we give some great tips out there. But once you try to put them into a quick three or four combined – and you got a bit of pressure on you. I feel like we keep mucking it up, even though we're giving out gems. So almost better off giving out five individual bets, I think, soon, right? And just saying, have a play on all these. 
Um, but yeah, mate, that was quite funny. I, I only reviewed that the other day and I thought, far out, you've been done by half a yard. Like, do you reckon if you reviewed the tape, they might have been stiff and just, you know, you could have went either way. Oh, yeah, a fake, fake spot, but because it didn't mean too much, they're just going, oh, fuck it, we'll just take that. Oh, 100%, mate, crazy. All right, let's keep moving on, man. Um, We've got the Titans taking on the Jags. Now, this one, two teams that were pathetic on offense and probably defense. Really looking to fire back. I love teams um, off a bit of a loss, uh, and that's why I'm really excited for the Ravens game and Bengals game today. The Jags, are, they've got a great matchup here in the air. The The Titans' secondary is woeful. Uh, I, I think this is a really, really easy game on paper. You've got Lawrence will be slinging the ball. You think their run game can get going. But, yeah, this is – I know we just spoke about Calvin Ridley, mate. But coming off three targets and two receptions for 20 yards, I just expect him to get way more targets, which means, you know, I think a bit of money. And also, he hasn't had a touchdown since week four. So I reckon internally they're probably going, can we find Calvin the ball? Um, and then the run game, you know it all starts with the run game. Tennessee is pretty good against the run. That's why I think... I think Trevor in the air is a really good bet. And after watching last week, mate, I'm not really not really that confident with with the Titans and Levis. Um, you watch Hopkins will probably fire up, but he does get a good matchup. Yeah, you just I, I'm just if I was going to have a little play in this one, I think Trevor Lawrence over yards or two fifty. And um, I know you spoke about Ridley, but I think he'll get the 50, 60 yards this week. What do you like? Yeah, mate, on your point with Calvin Ridley, I'm not too convinced. I really like what I've seen from Christian Kirk. He's emerged as a wide receiver one the last few weeks. And on your call in the air with Trevor Lawrence, I really like that. It's a great matchup. Nothing jumping out on Tennessee's side of, side of the field here. Will Levis getting a lot of opportunity to throw the ball and air it out. But to no prevail the last couple of weeks. So I think Jacksonville win this quite convincingly at home if they want to be the team that wants to contend at this pointy or what he's getting to the pointy end of the year mate it is getting to the pointy end and there's just a difference between the top tier and the ones just building and i think jacksonville just aren't there yet you know they're they're around the mark but i don't think they're in that top six like the rest um but they'll definitely contend but they'll they'll geez they were a mile off it last week um so, yeah, mate, let's uh, we'll move on to the next game. Right, have you got the next game there for me, mate? I've just had a little right meltdown. Here we have the Raiders at Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. So, five and five, the Raiders against the Dolphins, six and three, as I mentioned before, at Miami, coming off a bye, which I think was well and truly needed for the Dolphins there. So, Tommy, what do you reckon happens in this one? Well, this is a perfect matchup for mine. I think the Raven, the the Raiders traditionally their run game has been horrific. When you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle in the backfield, you got to stop something. Do you have them? You know these deep safeties, and and then if you do that, a chain is back off um, IR with most of it there as well. Like I, if there was a lock this week. The Dolphins are an they're probably a dollar they're probably a dollar fifteen, but they are going to smoke them, and I think they'll beat them with offense. And I just don't think that the Raiders will be able to keep up. the The Dolphins could go toe to toe with them and saying we won't even play defense; we'll just keep slicing you. Like they, I could see them putting up thirty to forty points in this one easily. Um, the Raiders have been impressive, but let's be honest; they haven't played anyone of significance 
you know, I don't think their defense has faced a real tough offense, um, which means they've been in games. It's been low scoring games and they've fought it out and it's been good to see. Like I love their coach. I love what they're doing at the Raiders. They're way more inspiring. It's not, you know, it, it's so funny. All these things coming out of Vic McDaniels now, like he sounded like this, he just sounded so boring and so, you know, process driven and forgot about why people play the game. It's so, you know, yeah, I don't know if you've seen that clip. I mean, it's gone viral. It was happened weeks ago, but Devontae Adams, we spoke about it, playing basketball and just pretty much having a little pot shot at the coach and then hits this, like drains this like deep ball. <laughs> anyway, they've come out and they're all happy. You know, Devontae Adams goes off last week. Like he's good to see, but um. Yeah, it, the the streak ends this week, right? The, the the honeymoon period's over. The the Miami Dolphins are going to explode, and just on the Miami Dolphins, mate, the HBO doco is coming out soon, where they've got the cameras are following them around the in season hard knocks, um, whatever it is there. So, mate, really excited, and I think this week with a chain returning, uh, Tyreek Hill for your future bet. I hope he goes for one hundred and fifty off play action, and they'll get going on the run game. I expect a lot of offense. So if you've got Miami and fantasy, well, you'd be licking your lips. What do you think? Yeah, exact same, mate. Uh, full compliment back. It seems for the dolphins at home, uh, Max Crosby defensive lineman for the Raiders is one of the favorites for defensive player of the year. He has been astounding ranked first in a lot of the uh, metrics there as a defensive player, but I think they'll just be able to get the ball out too quick for him. You've seen what they are able to do when Mostert and a chain play together. Um, and the bookies agree, mate. They got them at a dollar ten, so you're going to have to chuck in a bit of bit of a margin there if you want a bit of juice. But as you said, I reckon they could put up a forty burger on this mob. Um, yeah, I reckon it's no contest. Tyreek Hill. I reckon the buy came at a really good time for Miami, where they can just iron a few things out. Boys get another another bit of a spell. You saw the workload on uh, Most. It was high. Tyreek Hill was high. Have a week off. Come back. Regroup and bring this place down on that hot sideline as we talk about and just get the chockies in a convincing win, mate. So Miami for mine. And then we've got the next game. We've got the New York Giants at the Washington Commanders. So we have the Commanders at four and six and the Giants with big uh, dirty dog DeVito still in at QB. Yeah. What do you think happens, mate? Well, Sam Howe leading the league in passing yards. Maybe there's a reason they got rid of uh, the old Heineken to Atlanta, who's proving why he's probably a backup. Um, been really he's had a low key sneaky good year, hasn't he, Sam Howe? Yeah, no, he has. He has, and he's um, he does allow you like you, you're probably never out of the game. You know, the fact that he can throw for 350. You know, he's what's he? His last three weeks, he's thrown 300 plus, 397, 325, and 312. And in those games, he's thrown four touchdowns one touchdown and three touchdowns. And that's no, you know, that ain't easy in this league. Um, and now you get the Giants, you know, I think they played the Giants uh, four weeks ago and he struggled. He only had the 249 one and went two picks. So I think, sorry, he had the um, one pick. He didn't even have a touchdown. So I think there's a bit of bad blood here. Uh, and the mate, if you're watching the Giants, how do you get excited? Your team cannot do a thing right. Like you got no... You just got no flow, and on offense, they can't get it going. So their defense is out there for a long time. I, I, I really expect the, the Washington to put the foot down here. And you know who I've been impressed with is you know Brian Robinson. He's he had a career day last week receiving. Um, you know, just went off, had 119 yards, 
in the air from six catches and a touchdown. Uh, he was just getting a little, you know, Howard step back. Oh, nothing's on. Scramble, just throw it to Brian Robinson, and he was just run down the sideline. So it's good to see. Um, I think uh, Griffin Logue has him in our fantasy league, which is good. But yeah, mate, I I like the I like the um I like the Washington uh, Commanders in this one, and I'm imagining that the bookies are giving nothing. Uh, via odds because there'd be a lock, man, an absolute lock. And considering Dak threw four and ran one in last week, I, I can't see why um, our man we're just pumping up here. Howe can't do the same, maybe two or three and uh, 300 and just let Terry McLaurin and Dotson and the boys get to work. I, I can't pump anyone up from the from the Giants. I just, you know, Saquon Barkley will get fed. But, yeah, that's all they've got. You? Yeah, mate, struggle to watch. I don't even know why you'd watch this game. Or like, I just reckon it's going to be a muck, muck level of football. I reckon the Commanders win. Uh, their defense, even though they traded traded away a couple of big uh, marquee defensive players there uh, on the Commanders, I still think that like, they've come along. They're going all right. So I think uh, the Commanders win this one at home to stay in arm's length of the playoff race. Like you always know, they're one of those smelly teams that finishes with one more win than they do loss manage to sneak into a wild card and potentially win that first week. So I think the commanders are still playing for a fair bit and it's nearly time to buddy call Saquon Barkley, mate, because they want him there next year when Danny Dimes returns and everything like that. I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't be risking him. Is that a, is that a play you'd make? Would you keep Saquon out there? If the season keeps going the way it's going? Wow. Saquon probably wants to be out there. If I was Saquon, you've got to pack your bags and leave, man. He's just too good of a player to be wasting himself and his time at that club. And they could get a lot for him, I think. I know he's a running back, but I just think he's a star. You know, you look at Christian McCaffrey and what he's done. I just, obviously the trade period's done, so he's got to fight it out. Mate, you've got to, yeah, you got to keep going. It's the NFL. You only got, what, how many weeks to go? Eight. You've got to keep fighting. Um but yeah, mate, it's a it's a it's a bit of a worry. It's a it, you'd just be very flat if you're the Giants. Um, you own the Giants at the moment. Nothing has gone right, and when you have got no quarterback and just you're starting off, I just offloaded Williams and defense. Yeah, look, let's stop talking about it. This game's done. Washington is smoking. I think my phone's working again now, Rats. So we've got Tampa Bay taking on San Fran. This one should be lights out. San Fran lock of the week again. There's a lot of locks this week, and a. It's a week that I'm really excited about. It's it's pretty simple, this one. I can see um, a lot of things going right. And one thing we need to talk about, Rat, you know how we talk about their Jew? Well, Ayuk. Ayuk last week. Jew and first touchdown was Ayuk. And I'm sitting there going, this is hilarious. I could have cleaned up, you know what I mean? And I didn't really. I just watched all these players that were Jew just score. Uh, crazy, man. And the one guy that didn't score was C-Mac. As I said, I think I had him in the multi instead. Crazy. But look, if I watch, which I do, I watch a lot of football. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers run defense is really good. Pretty hard to be good against a team that's stacked like San Fran. But when it's good, they just throw it. And when you got Debo Samuel in the, you know, back, they all light up. And you saw that last week with Kittle. We just he didn't. Need, I think Kittle only had a couple catches. What do you have? Let's have it here. I think he had three catches, man, and he went for for 116 yards, like three catches, a couple of bombs, because they can do that off play action. Man, this is easy for me. 
It's all about San Fran. Can you tell me what their line is? Because I'd really like, I think, I think they also cover their line a lot now with that defense. I reckon their defense keeps a lot of teams under 10 and 14 points and they're putting up 30, which means if the, if the line's 14, they should cover it nearly every week unless they're playing a good team. What do you think? They've actually got that at negative 12 and a half. So got to win both yet. Just under two tutties to um to cover that. Quite interesting. Tampa can put up a solid score, mate, but I know we are talking about the San Francisco 49ers defense here, which have been been relentless. Um, but I just don't know what that and that and rat and rat, they're six and three. They're six and three. They need to keep winning. It's not like they're you know, they're cruising. They they've had a little bit of a little slump there. They've got in young, they've got in um, they've got Debo back, quarterback looks good again. Like they're playing hard. It's not like they're just cruising. So I think they're gonna smoke them. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Right. I'll give you I'll give you uh two touchdown line there. Um, especially with their full complimentary back. Like I really like them like that. They looked untouchable when they had all their weapons. So and the wide receivers get great matchups here, as we know. So look for AU to to cover and like your boy CMC to get over to start the streak again, mate. So Sam Fran for mine and AU to have a good one. Hey, what about our man Rashad White? I think we pumped him up a few weeks ago. He's been super since, hasn't he? He had another 47 yards receiving uh, last week and a touchdown. Um, that puts him two touchdowns in a row, two weeks, that is, and then 51 yards rushing. But he's been, I know you've got him in fantasy. He's been fantastic. And he should get some work in the backfield this week. I'd imagine he gets a couple more catches. Right, yeah, he just has to. He just has to. As we know, he's big play, um, he's big playability. Um he doesn't when he rushes it, he doesn't look too great. It's those catches, like you can see here. He's had two catches for 47 yards, averaging 23 yards a catch last week, and then the last month over 10. So that's where they've got to try to get him the ball. They can't do it all the time, but they've got to try, yeah, pound the rock a bit just to just to get those linemen in and then dish one up over the top and let him do his thing. He, he's been really good. Love it, mate. Let's move on. You got uh, we've got the Jets taking on the Bills. This one's a really tough one. Josh Allen's just the offensive coordinator has been sacked, but now he has to go up against the the Jets defense, and the Jets defense is so good. It's like it, it's just a massive test. Now the Bills got done last time because Allen was throwing picks left, right, and center. Diggs has come out. His brother's gone on a tangent. I don't know if you've seen what's been going on, but he's not happy. Now, just to remind people, Diggs is the fourth leading receiver um, in the league. It's not like Allen hasn't been looking after him. He sounds like he sounds like a high maintenance there, Rat. And when things aren't going his way, he does crack the shits. Where you see a classy kind of receiver like Devontae Adams, who remains quiet, uh, looks like he you know tries to protect his quarterback and his locker room a little bit more. The one thing that stands out for me is you know being around elite sporting environments and team environments. When Stefan Diggs rocks up to training and you're a receiver, so you're running a lot of routes, you're in the, you know, you're, you're talking to your quarterback. Does that become a real awkward one now, Rat? Like, like, can you imagine this week's training, or do you reckon they just hit it on the head and say sorry and move? Like, because it happened before. Like, what do you think? What do you think about that scenario? It's very weird. Oh, mate, the dynamic. But the weird thing is, is how someone who's got nothing, like, even though he is his brother, has nothing to do with it. Like, it just gets so much traction. It's like, fuck, if you were having a stinker or I was having a stinker and, like, a close mate is just, like, uploading shit. Like, no one here absolutely – like, no one gives a shit what this random's saying. But because it's his brother, he's like, he's got to leave and then it gets blown up and then they make a few little jokes about it. Like, 
the weird thing about the, over there in the States is the individual does comment on stuff like that before they really speak to the media and then they leave it up to everyone else to interpret. But, mate, it's, I think it's going to be fine. Look, offensive coordinator's gone. You know what it's like when they suck a coach in footy. Just go play, mate. They'll get someone in. Josh, what do you want to run? What do you like? Uh, yeah. Stefan, what do you like to run? Just get him the ball. Get Cookie in some good sets there. He looked good after his fumble. Latavius Murray stepped up in that role nicely as well. I reckon it's just going to be, honestly, lads, what do we like? Let's go run that and then just play. Throw a pick, you throw a pick. Let's just go have some fun and sling it around. So I reckon the Bills are going to be fine, mate. What do you reckon? Yeah, I like the. I mean, I think Diggs gets a bit of work. That's just a tough matchup, though. Like, if it wasn't the Jets, I'd be going, oh, sweet, like, sweet as, but... The Jets have got great defense, and they will, you know. Let's flip, let's flip the um, flip the switch. Like if you if you're Coach Salah, you're going. We've got an opportunity here, boys. Like we're four and five. They're five and five. We beat them at home last time. We know we can beat them. Their they, their receivers getting angry at their quarterback. Their quarterback's low on confidence. We can get after them. So it's a bit of an opportunity. But then you go. You got you got you got Zach Wilson there. That he's. I think what's he throwing? I think he's thrown. How many, how many touchdowns has he thrown? I don't think he's thrown a touchdown, has he? Like he's he's thrown one touchdown in the last. So he's thrown one touchdown since week four. Like that's how bad. Like that's how bad their offense is, man. They've thrown one touchdown. Oh, criminal. Am, am I reading this criminal. right? Am I right? That can't be right. Yeah, it's criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't. They haven't thrown. Sorry, no. I don't. Even... They don't have a touchdown. No, they rush. The last time he threw a touchdown was when I was in New York, when he threw yeah. it to Bruce Yeah, yeah. he hasn't field. thrown a touchdown in three weeks, mate. Yeah, so I was there for that game. It was the worst game ever. He's, and it was it was to a running back. It wasn't like a receiver. So it, 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 that's, the, that's the problem. The, 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 the defense is great, but their offense is so bad. Um, Brees Hall, I've given up. I thought he could explode. But the, the Bills' run days has been good. So, you know, you watch, he'll probably go off. But yeah, man, this game's really interesting. I don't know. I don't like anything actually. I just think I'm really interested to see what happens in this game. And yeah, you know, the expectation is the Bills would probably get them in a low-scoring game at home. Is what I what I think my um my head's saying. Let's move on. We've got a couple more games to go. Three games that is with a prime time to finish. The Seattle Seahawks taking on the Rams at the Rams. Uh, it says here that Stafford is a full participant and he should be back. So that is great news. It is great news, mate. Seattle uh, managed to upset, not upset, but just beat the Commanders last week by three points. Look, they're 6-3 also, and they haven't set the world on fire either. So another massive game. I reckon the Rams can get them, being in LA, and Stafford back is huge for the likes of your boy Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. Cup needs to get going, mate, if there's any chance, because they need to get on a little hot streak here. The Rams, they consider doing anything so the rams their next three games they've got seattle at home they play arizona at arizona and then they play cleveland at cleveland and as we mentioned without it without a deshaun watson and then their last four games are all quite winnable but then they go and play at baltimore after that game in cleveland so this is a massive three weeks where i could see the rams being on the borderline playoff picture here if they were managed to go six and six with stafford back so I reckon the Rams get this one done at home and we know what it revolves around. Cup and Nakua need to get at least eight eight catches each. And that that's all I really that's all I really see happening. Henderson might punch one in. Seattle, the, the same old. I like to look at Tyler Lockett. DK Metcalf isn't doing a lot for me. 
I reckon the Rams win this one at home and look for Cup to go off. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I think this is a danger game for Seattle. The one player, though, you just mentioned him, DK Metcalf, he's really low and he hasn't had a touchdown since week four. He's the now, he's the new Dewey. He's the new Dewey, man. He had 98 yards last week. He had a big catch late when they needed it. Um, I think he comes in with some confidence. Lockett has lifted, but Cooper Cup's the other one that I think he needs to get going. So I like Cooper Cup and Metcalf. I'm going to have a little play and um, stay away from the result. But you're right. This one's a big one for their division as well. These two teams are in it and San Fran. And remember, Seattle is six and three. So San Fran. So they're both on top of their little division. This is a massive game for both these teams. Um, so if Seattle can win, it's huge. They're pretty much locked in. And if Rams can win, then it's wide open again. Looking forward to it, mate. And uh, yeah, hopefully Stafford plays. So we get some, we get a real contest. Now, primetime Monday night football, which is um, sorry, Sunday night football, which is Monday, 12 20 p.m. For anyone in Melbourne and uh mate, Minnesota taking on Denver. Denver's defense, let's not forget how good it's been. They've beaten some great teams lately. Um, and Minnesota with Josh Dobbs. Uh, do you reckon the, the honeymoon might be over as well? Do you reckon Dobbsy, they, you know, they're pumping him up like the, the the best thing we've seen since sliced bread, which he has been impressive, but I don't think they've played anyone significant. This will be a tough game. Their defense is very good, the, the Broncos. And now that they're four and five, like, let's not forget how bad they were at the start of the year. They've really turned things around. You wonder if their system that they were trying to coach has finally clicked in again. And now they're looking really dangerous. And Russell Wilson, let's ride. We were talking about him last year. Man, he's been really good and so, like solid, like just making plays. Him and Cortland Sutton have been linking up. I think they've had eight touchdowns. Like it's it's very good to see Williams in the, on the run game and then Sutton in the air. Um, what do you like in this one? Mate, you are right on Denver. They've turned the corner. Um, I'm sure whether you mentioned, but it, Justin Jefferson is named and off the IR here. So that's huge for Minnesota. Um, if Dobbs can win this one, mate, he as opposed to being a backup and like a bottom five QB in the comp, he nearly, he nearly jumps into top 12 with what he's been able to do this season alone. Like with minimal time with the teams and all, all that's gone on. Like he, he, he goes into a very, very serviceable Quarterback, and he's got a lot of weapons here now in Jefferson, Addison, Osborne, Hawkinson, Madison. Like it's that offense that Kirky Cousins was running. So if he can do his thing, like he has been, they could upset Denver here. Um, love your call on Javante Williams. Gee, he ran the ball hard last week. That was a very serviceable 79 yards, mate, wasn't it? And he got 31 yards out of the backfield in a tutty uh, in receiving. So just the way Denver are going. I'm going to take Denver at home here because I just think, yeah, Dobbs still working it out a little bit. It could be anything, but I like the way Denver are going now. What do you reckon? Yeah, I like, I like I love Patrick Satan. You know, I love, he locks up their, their best receivers every week. I don't think Jefferson's going to play though, man. I think they're saying he's still not right, even though he's off IR. I don't know. That's what I, I don't, I don't know if he'll play. Um, and if he doesn't play, he gets another week off, which is always good. Yeah, I'm going to tip Denver at Denver, man. I think they can get it done um, in an ugly one, as always. It always is. Let's finish off the week. Everyone that's listening, by the way, we we love your support. We appreciate it. We know it's this this podcast is for the diehard NFL fans, and 
me and Rory work our asses off to make it happen every week. And um, I can't thank the rat, you know, for always rocking up. Uh, and, you know, we get excited over this game, but there, you know, if you're still listening, this is the game that we're, we're probably the most excited about. We, we, we get something that we deserve. About time. Uh, after all these dog shit games, we, deserve this. we finally get Monday night football, which is Tuesday, 12.15, Australian Eastern Standard Time. The Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Eight and one, the Eagles, and the Chiefs seven and two. I think they both come off a bye last week, so every player is fresh. They're ready to go. Rat, talk to me. Who are you tipping or are you just going to stay away from the result and just pick every fantasy player to light it up? No, nah, I'm going to go Philly, mate. I'm going to go Philly. Philly at Kansas City. Going to back the Eagles here. I reckon Swift will go off. More so in the receiving game. I reckon they'll utilize him a lot in that respect because we know how good the Kansas City defensive line has been this year. I just... I'm not seeing enough. Kansas City are winning, right? They're winning. I'm just not seeing enough. I... This is a bit bit left field, but I want to get. I know you got to have a laugh. You got to have a laugh, but I don't know where the concert was. I I couldn't imagine it being at Arrowhead. So I think it was Travis in Spain. I think it was in Spain, oh. but don't don't don't. I don't want to confirm. So give me your thoughts on that. He's and I know in America to Europe, it's not that far, but Missouri in the middle of the country, flying to Spain. Hugging and kiss, no, there's nothing wrong with hugging and kissing your partner, but sorry. The main act, they're running over, jumping, everyone's squealing. He's there with Taylor Swift's dad. And it was all well and good when he's putting up 179 and one tutty, but then he goes for 58 yards and 14, and it might all be starting to catch up with big Travis Kelsey. So that, that that's my reason, mate. That's, that's, that's my reason. I reckon Kelsey's dropped off. We're not going to see what we have used to seeing for him. Rasheed Rice is going well. Um, I just don't think they're going to have enough firepower here to match it with the Eagles, even though Kansas City's defense playing really well. Um, yeah, the standards. Swift over, Brown over, Philly to win. And a tush push for Jalen Hurts. What do you reckon? I really like where you're at. I just think, you know, there's a lot of bad bloody, obviously, the fact that Chiefs got the, the chocolates um, in that Super Bowl. And... The the Travis Kelsey one's funny. I, I I disagree with you because remember when we were playing and you're still playing the coach when a coach puts all that pressure on you when you're living your life and it's just more public um, than private. Even though he'd be doing that anyway, I don't have an issue with it. Um, what I've got an issue with is the Kansas City Chiefs having no weapons outside of Kelsey. Rashi Rice is all right. He's good actually. He's really good. But is he as good as he would be if Mahomes wasn't throwing the ball? I look at the Phillies offense. Yeah, you stop AJ Brown, they probably won't be able to. You got Smith, you got Julio Jones. You know, the only thing they the only thing they they're lacking is now they've lost their tight end, right? So got it's out with that wrist. So that's the first time we'll see this offense. But if anything, that just means that you're going to have to. You know, I just think Smith's going to get more targets, and they might lean on the run game a little bit more. This game to me feels like it's going to be. Just yeah, I feel like Philly's going to get it done, and that tush push. I reckon. Like, what do you have? He had two of them in the Super Bowl. Can't see why he wouldn't want to do it again in this game. The only reason I think they can get it, the um, the only thing that I kind of reckon my eyes will be kept on is is Isaiah Pacheco. He did carry the ball 
in that Super Bowl. And I remember tipping him saying, I don't mind him against the run. I reckon he would, they'll be going through him a little bit more than they usually would. But yeah, I can't, I can't go, I, you can't disagree with you, man. I, I do like the Eagles. But can you stop Kelsey? And and the other thing is, his, his girl hasn't been at the game lately. So the last time she rocked up, he had 179 and 124. The last two games, 58 and 14. So maybe if she rocks up, Rat, we might get us, ourselves a bit of a ball game with uh, Travis. What do you think there? Do you think this is my my over-under? Does, does uh, his partner in crime, Swifty, does she rock up game day for this primetime event? Uh, mate, I reckon she's uh, in full-blown tour mode at the minute, mate. So the only Swifty I expect to be rocking up is DeAndre on the other side of the field, oh. my friend. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bit naughty, isn't it, Trano? It's naughty. Oh, oh, mate, I think I think the Eagles win this as well. And, uh, and a lot of Chiefs, Chiefs just normally get it done, but Mahomes would have to be uh, really special here because he just hasn't got enough talent in his belt. I don't think he's got enough talent on the field. So... I can't wait, but yeah, I'm going to stick with you, mate. I think um, I think Philly can get it done, and they've been super impressive. Uh, if they do get it done, they'd be Super Bowl favourites after that. Hey, that's a wrap. Our um, our best bets will come. I think we'll we'll do the Sunday Instagram story again. Uh, there's a lot of games that are simple here, and you know, your San Fran is Christian McCaffrey. I think I'll go for him for a tutty Miami. I got to work out who's going to be in the goal line. Tyreek kill for yards or something like that. And I think, you know, Singletary in Houston, there's no excuse why he can't get it done. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of money to be made this week, mate. Dallas taking on Carolina. The only problem I've got to, I've just got to fight the demons of Tony Pollard. Like, do I pick him again? I think he's been in three specials and hasn't delivered. But there's no excuse this week against the Panthers. So, Rat, I don't have anything else for us, mate. The only other thing is we've got Black Friday sales at Rick's Eyewear, which is now online, which is super exciting. And Aces, you get the discount code every week, but you don't need to do that now because the whole website's been slashed up to 70% off for the next week with Black Friday sales. So make sure you check that out. Um, and, uh, mate, that's it. We've got we've got the Bengals and the Ravens starting in, I think, two hours and 20 minutes. I can't wait. So uh, that's all I've got. Anything else from you, mate? Nothing, mate. It's just great to have some great primetime games to really keep the feed up here. So can't wait. Love it. Well, this is my same game multi. I'm going to go Jamar Chase, 80 yards, Ravens to win, and Mark Andrews for 50 yards receiving. I think we get $5 there, right? I'm going to keep it simple. That's mine for the day. We'll review it back next week. I'm done. Thank you for your time as always, mate. Thank you to everyone listening. We really appreciate it. We've got some cool things coming. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Will Ashcross on Tommy Talks this week. Little heads up if you're listening. Uh, that's all I've got. I'll see you next week, right? See you, Tommy. Mm-hmm.